episode number 138. Welcome to the Getting Unstuck podcast, where you'll laugh, empathize, and learn how to turn your stuck spots into sources for energy and positive change. And now your host, the creator of the Unstuck Method, Shira Gura. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you for joining me today. So as promised on today's episode, I'm going to introduce you to a second method that I am now working on, and I'm also writing a book on. It's called The Clear Way, and it's also an acronym, just like the Unstuck Method. And this is a method to help you avoid getting stuck from anticipated stuck spots. But before I share that with you, I'd like to share with you an email that I received from Cheryl from New Jersey, who was reflecting on last week's episode, episode number 137, consider sharing what you heard and not what was said. If you haven't listened to that episode yet, you may want to tune into it first before listening to today's episode so that Cheryl's comment will make more sense. This is what she wrote. Hey, Shira, I wanted to share with you a similar story I recently got unstuck from. I came home from an event one night a few weeks ago. I was feeling great and inspired from this event. I walk in the front door and my brother-in-law is there with my husband. My brother-in-law starts to compliment me on the boots I'm wearing and makes a comment how he loves women in boots and thinks they are sexy and he complimented me on the way I look. And then he asked my husband, don't you love the way women look in knee-high boots? My husband's response is, no, I prefer women in high heels. Right away, I took it as a dig at me, and I heard, I don't like the way you look in boots. I don't think you are sexy, and I prefer someone other than you. This is obviously not what he said. I worked through the unstuck method and came to the consideration that he just made a statement and was not at all directing it at me in a negative way. He simply just made a statement. I just thought I'd share it with you. I was proud of myself for working through it and getting unstuck rather than staying stuck in all those horrible thoughts I was having. Hope you have a great day and thank you for all you do. Cheryl. So first of all, Cheryl, thank you so much for sending this story my way and for giving me permission to share it on the podcast. It's a great stuck story that I'm sure so many others have found themselves in. And secondly, good for you for getting unstuck from this and for being able to separate fact, which is what your husband said, from the story which was in your mind. It was because you were able to do that that you were able to get unstuck which is great. And I'm sure it felt so great to be able to shift out of the difficult emotions you were feeling. It's really such a gift to be able to get unstuck, isn't it? And this is something I witnessed a lot in the group program I lead called the Getting Unstuck and Living Deliberately Journey. This is a small group of individuals who have either worked with me in the past or they've participated in one of my workshops and they are interested in taking this work to the next level. 
And so I call this my inner circle because it's the people in this world who are speaking my language, which is the language of stuck. And they're really interested in doing the work to create real change in their lives. They are not there because they just want the change. They are there because they are willing to make the changes that they want to see in their lives. And so what I noticed this past year as we journeyed together each and every week since January is that some of the journeyers were getting stuck in the same spots. And while they were able to get themselves unstuck, they still kept falling in the same stuck place. And that actually inspired me to look at my life. And when I did, I noticed the same thing was happening, that I was falling into the same stuck spots. And then I started to wonder to myself, do we even have to get stuck in the first place? If I can anticipate a stuck spot, can I avoid it? Is it at all possible to be able to choose another way completely? And so I started to contemplate this and I tried to understand why it is that we fall into the same pit holes day after day if we recognize that they exist in our lives. In other words, if we aren't aware of them, it's one thing. But if we are aware of them, why can't we just choose something differently? And what is it that I need to do in order to create that shift before getting stuck? And after doing a lot of contemplation, what I came up with is a new tool called the Clear Way. And that is exactly what it does. It helps you avoid getting stuck in the first place. And I am now using this tool in my life every day. And I'm writing my second book on this tool. And I just led two workshops on it, one local and one online, to teach people how they can get clear in their lives too. And I won't share with you the testimonials on this episode, but let me tell you, those workshops were incredible. And I think those workshops were probably the most amazing and inspiring and transformative experiences that I have led in 2019. And I really look forward to leading more of these workshops in 2020. Okay, so on to today's story. If you recall back in episode 132, consider turning holidays into holy days. I spoke about when it's a holiday or when your kids are off from school, we kind of go into vacation mode in our minds, which for many of us means getting off of our healthy habits and routines. Like we might sleep in more and that might affect our eating patterns and that might also affect how we exercise and everything kind of just gets off, at least for me it does. And when everything kind of gets off, again, at least I'm speaking for myself, it can really impact your emotional well-being. And on that episode, I mentioned that the next time a holiday would come around, I would get clear ahead of time so that I don't fall into the same stuck spots that I usually do when the holidays come around. And I said that I would share it with you. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. And so the clear way, again, is used when you can anticipate a stuck spot arising. So for example, maybe you're 
about to have a conversation with someone that you think might go sour, or maybe you have a lot of expectations about how that other person should respond or react, or maybe you have some kind of regular quote-unquote dance going on with someone else in your life, like you know, you do something or you say something and that person reacts typically in a way that you don't like and that you respond to that and it turns into this like cycle that never ends. Another place you might use clear is actually not even in relationship with somebody else, but it can just be getting clear with yourself. And that's what I'm going to share with you today. Obviously, I'm not going to lead an entire clear workshop on this episode, and I'm not necessarily going to do a deep dive into all of the steps, but I will introduce the method to you today, and I will walk you through my process about how I got clear for the winter holidays. Now, just as a reminder, something I mentioned in episode 132 is that I really like to wake up early before my kids so that I can set the pace and the tone for my day. There's lots of things I like to do in the morning, like meditate and journal and do yoga and pray. But sometimes in the winter, when it's really cold or rainy, sometimes I don't even want to get out of bed early, and so I stay in bed. And so where I fall is usually when I kind of just dismiss the whole morning routine because that morning routine for me, it's like gold. If I don't have that morning routine, at least this is the story I say in my mind, if I don't start my day off with my morning routine, I just feel like my day goes awry. And so what's really most important to me, no matter what, is that I have that morning routine time. Even if it's later in the day, I just need that time, that quiet time, so I can just get grounded and set my intentions for the day and just get myself going on a track that I want to be on for that day. Okay, so knowing that it's now vacation mode and my kids are not in school and now they have camp and they're waking up at different times and they have sleepovers... I know that there's this potential stuck spot that I'm going to get off of my routine. And I really don't want that to happen because I know when I get off of my routine, it affects everything, right? It affects how I feel. It affects how I eat. It affects how I'm being with my husband. It affects everything. And so I just need to get clear before I fall flat on my face. Okay, so here's the method. C is for calm. I practice getting calm because if I'm anticipating a stuck spot, whatever it is, right, this situation or entering a conversation with someone that might be difficult, whatever it is, I'm probably not being calm because I'm anticipating a stuck spot, right? I'm maybe nervous or maybe I'm anxious or maybe I'm thinking too much or my mind is preoccupied or I'm tense or something, And so the first step in getting clear is to first get calm, which of course is very similar and reflects the S in the unstuck method, which stands for stop. So when I was getting clear a couple of days ago, I sat down on my meditation cushion, I closed my eyes, and I just took a pause. 
L. L stands for lighten. So in this step, what we're doing is we're lightening the situation. So basically, when you are anticipating a stuck spot, you know what's going to happen, right? In your mind, you know exactly what's going to happen. But of course, the truth of the matter is you don't really know 100% what's going to happen because you're not God and you really can't predict the future, right? And so in this step, we lighten the situation by changing the language that is in our mind. So in other words, we first start out with recognizing what do we know about the situation? What do I know or what do I think I know is going to happen? And I would say in this situation, I know that I'm going to fall on my face as I do with every single holiday, right? Which means I'm not going to do my morning routine and I'm not going to exercise and just everything is going to go wrong. And I know that that's just going to happen because that's what always happens, right? That's what my mind is telling me. But I lighten the situation by changing the I know to I have a feeling, And that changes everything. Language is so important in our emotional well-being. So just listen for a second. Instead of me saying, I know I'm going to fall on my face as I do with every holiday, listen to how it sounds when I say, I have a feeling I might fall on my face as I do with every holiday. The energy is different. Can you feel that? The I know and then the I have a feeling has a completely different feel to it. And so now, as I lighten the situation, I'm going into the situation not 100% sure knowing what's going to happen. I have a feeling it might, but you know what? It might not. And then we go on to E. E stands for expectations. So the reason that we get stuck in any situation is because we had a hidden expectation about what was going to happen and it didn't happen, right? And so in this step, this is very similar to the uncover step in the unstuck method, we kind of uncover what are our hopes. What do we wish is going to happen? What do we want to happen, right? So in this step, I would say, I hope that I wake up every morning before my kids. I hope that my kids are quiet and they're respectful and they give me the time that I need. I hope that I can get my morning routine in no matter what time of the day it is. At least I hope I can get it in at some point, right? Those are my expectations. And so it's really important for me to understand what are my hidden expectations so that I don't get stuck. And this is a step that you might need to sit with. You might not even be aware of the expectations that you have when you're going into a possible stuck spot. And then the next step, A, is for acceptance. This is where we practice releasing those expectations that we just listed in the step earlier. When we are stuck, we are basically not accepting reality as it is right? That is what's going on when we're in a stuck spot. We are not accepting reality. We think it should be different. We think they should be behaving differently, or we think we should have done something differently. And that's what's keeping us stuck. And so in this clear process, what we are doing is we are not only releasing our expectations, 
we are accepting what might be the complete opposite of what we want. And we're doing that ahead of time so that if our expectations aren't met, we don't get stuck, right? So basically, I'm practicing to accept ahead of time what might happen in this process. We are learning to accept in advance, right? Something that might or might not happen. It's the opposite of what we want in case if it doesn't happen. And so I go back to my E-step, go back to my expectations. I'm looking at all of my hopes and I recognize if I can accept them fully in advance, right? So for instance, I ask myself, can I accept if I don't wake up every single morning this week before my kids, can I accept that that might happen? Can I accept that my kids might not be quiet and respectful every single day this week? Can I accept that I might not get this morning routine in even later in the day? It just might not happen. Can I accept that? If I can't accept those things, then I might get stuck in the future. So I'm practicing now to accept them in advance in case those things happen. Can you see that? If I can't release those expectations, I might get stuck. If I can accept them now in advance, then I'm releasing those expectations and I won't get stuck. Okay, so the R represents responsibility. This is where we take responsibility for how we can commit to being and we also release responsibility for anybody else and how they're being in the situation. It's really funny. We tend to want to, for some reason, take responsibility for how others are acting way more than we take responsibility for how we are acting and how we're being. In the book that I'm writing, I actually am listing out a chart of different ways of being so that you can look at that and maybe it would be even easier or helpful to choose what are the different ways that I can be in this situation. But for now, what I'm going to do is tell you the ways that I am committing to being this week while on vacation. I'm committing to being proactive, I'm committing to being calm, and I'm committing to being flexible. These are ways of being that are going to help me not get stuck. So as you see, I'm not taking responsibility for my future actions necessarily, like what I'm going to be doing, but I'm rather taking responsibility for my ways of being. So let me explain. I want to commit to being proactive in terms of knowing what's going on each day, like ahead of time, so that I can be sure I incorporate my morning routine, even if we plan to travel or whatever else we plan to do this week. I want to be proactive so that I can create the mornings I want, which, as I mentioned, sets the tone for my day, rather than being a victim of circumstance. I want to commit to being calm because I have a tendency to not be calm and to get frazzled. And I want to commit to being calm so that I will feel calm inside 
and so that the calm will also radiate outside of me. I also want to commit to being flexible. While I'm going to do my best you know, to stick with my intentions, I also know very well that life is life and things are happening. And maybe one morning is not going to turn out as I had planned. And so I want to commit to being flexible so that if I need to create my morning routine later in the day or whatever else it is, then I will. And so by going through this process, I'm getting clear about my vacation and where are my hidden expectations and where can I take responsibility so that I don't get stuck. And so today is the second day of vacation and I haven't gotten stuck yet because I've gone through this process and what I'm doing since this vacation is about a week long is that I'm recommitting to this clear process every day as a reminder of what I committed to. So I realize this may have been a lot for this one episode, but I wanted to give you a taste of what the clear way is about, and I will be sharing much more about it in 2020. You can get clear in so many different areas of your life so that you don't fall and get stuck, especially in places where you've gotten stuck before. The unstuck method is an awesome method to use when you have gotten stuck on something that has happened in the past already. Even if it happened, you know, a second ago, you fell into the hole and you need a tool to be able to get yourself out. The unstuck method is for that purpose. And it's an awesome method. But the clear way is used for a different purpose. It's a way of preparing you for not getting stuck in the first place. Whereas the unstuck method is really used for something that has happened in the past, the clear way is something that we're using for the future. So that you can commit to who you want to be and how you're going to show up in the world even before that thing happens. And let me tell you, this tool is transformative. I recently completed leading two clear workshops And as I mentioned, they were beyond amazing. People were getting clear with themselves. They were getting clear in relationships with other people. And because of the work they did, incredible healing and clarity and even tears of gratitude and joy came from and through this experience. I plan to lead many more clear workshops in 2020, and I absolutely cannot wait to get them going. Please stay tuned to next week's episode as I share more about what you can plan to expect from me in 2020 and how you can join me to get support in your life for getting unstuck and now for also getting clear. 2020 is going to be awesome, my dear friends. So I'm wishing you a wonderful rest of your week and a wonderful holiday for whatever holiday you may be celebrating. And as always, I look forward to getting unstuck with you. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Getting Unstuck podcast. For more information on programs, workshops, and retreats, check out our website, www.shiragura.com.